Hello and welcome to another episode of The Chamber Files. That's the podcast for the downtown Des Moines Chamber of Commerce, ACCE's Chamber of the Year for the rest of time, the greatest chamber in the universe. That's Chamber Files, spelled with a PH, like pharmaceuticals, kind of like drugs like Advil, which you take for headaches. And here to talk about taking out the headaches from your construction experience, we have Josh Miltenberger, the construction executive fancy for Griner Construction. How you doing, Josh? I'm doing really well, Sid. How are you today? Good. You like what I did with that pH thing? You know, it, you really brought it together <laughs> fast. <laughs> <laughs> for those listening for the first time, the reason the pH thing is so we, people can find chamber files. But I do ask the guests right before I say it for their favorite pH word so I don't get to prepare them. And I this was one of my favorites. Now, Josh, before we get into everything you do for a living, Let's get to know you a little bit. Uh, talk to me about your journey to becoming a, I'm going to keep saying it this way for the rest of this podcast, by the way, construction executive <laughs> for Griner Construction. Well, it was really humble beginnings on a farm mm-hmm. and building a log cabin with dad for okay. mom and dad's acreage. And so with that, that really just sparked an interest in construction. They told me as I was in high school that I needed to go to college. Mm-hmm. They really encouraged that. And so I really just landed in the construction engineering program at Iowa State. Nice. Uh, it was really just a, a crapshoot. Like I did not, we, we didn't have the same digital content that we do today. Mm-hmm. It was back during snail mail. Yeah. And so your search for colleges and what you had for options, you you really didn't have the re- same resources as today. So I yeah. just fell into the major, loved it. Um, wasn't so much a fan of the calculus and the physics, but as I got into the construction classes and just really understood about the buildings and more importantly, the people, I just really fell in love with the industry. Love it. And so my, my career has taken me primarily in the Midwest. Most of my career has been right here in Iowa. Mm-hmm. And I journeyed from a field engineer to a project engineer, uh, managed some construction work here in Des Moines as a project manager early in my career. Uh, the first project that I managed on my own was the YMCA Supportive Housing Project nice, on yeah. Southwest 9th Street. Mm-hmm. And so that was just really a, a cool opportunity to see how our industry could make a difference in the community. So mm-hmm. I, I just really loved what we were doing there. Uh, fast forward a few years. Uh, most recently, I was out at Grinnell College mm-hmm. managing work for about three years with uh, another GC in town. Mm-hmm. And had an opportunity to come along with Griner to get more on the business development side, mm-hmm. to grow the business from the ground up. And it was an opportunity I couldn't pass along. Oh, of course. It sounds like, you know, you've pretty much structured your whole life to this moment, right? Like It's really built to that. It's yeah. funny how all the cards have come into place. Right. And, you know, I've, I've, I personally work in the, you know, this industry, the engineering industry as well. And uh, there are, you know, business development folks, but it sounds like you're one of those that you've lived and through it all. Like Adrek, you said, you've been a project engineer, you've worked on the construction side of things. You're not just out there selling construction services. You've had the boots on the ground and have that experience, which is kind of important for what you do, correct? Oh, absolutely. It's it's where I can go in front of a client. Uh, I chased some work in Altoona here recently, mm-hmm. and it was fun to listen to the client, understand what was really important to her, and then help solve the problem in the pursuit mode. And so finding out those key tangible aspects of the project that Mm -hmm. she was concerned about. And then during our pursuit process, we were able to answer that or at least give some options. And that's really what won the project for us was 
understanding the issue and then solving the problem. And it's, it's fun on the people side. Like yeah. anybody can do an RFI or a submittal, which is technical terms for how we handle mm-hmm. procurement and questions on plans for those listeners that aren't familiar with the AEC mm-hmm. industry. But uh, it's just really fun to figure out that issue and, and see a client's eyes come alive when they, they see their project come to, come to life. All right, now talk to me a little bit about Griner, right? Uh, Griner Construction, uh, what kind of projects are you, uh, is your is your sweet spot? What do you love to work on? Uh, what are you going after? Uh, just talk to me a little bit about the company. Absolutely, so we were founded in 1989 solely as a tenant improvement contractor. So our founder, Wolfgang Griner, who, mm-hmm. who can't love that name, right. uh, saw a niche opportunity in the Minneapolis market and founded, a, founded Griner as a, solely a TI firm. So for the first 15 years of our our company's existence, we didn't do any ground up work. Mm -hmm. And so as we grew as a company, we found that we were essentially almost turning away work with repeat clients. So we found that, all right, we should really get into this ground up side. And so hence our ground up division came in 2019, 60% of our projects were still tenant improvement work, Mm -hmm. 40% were ground up. And that's over a variety of different market sectors. Mm-hmm. And so when I say market sector, that's the different type of projects that we pursue. Our bread and butter that it has been since we started the company in 89 through today is commercial office. Mm-hmm. So that's really changed in the last year, right? Yeah, With COVID. Absolutely, yeah. And so we're seeing clients that are still making changes. There are larger firms that are still figuring out what it looks like for their employees to return to work. And so we we see work still happening there. It's just going to change from what it was before. Right. So we also work in the healthcare industry. Uh, we do clinic work, hospital work. We haven't done like a ground up hospital from, you know, dirt right. to, to whole building, but we'll go in and remodel an ER room and OR. Uh, really, we can go into those highly sensitive areas and mm-hmm. perform it at a high level. We also work in multifamily. Mm-hmm. Hospitality. Hospitality has been an interesting market as well in the last right. year. And so uh, we just, we have a, a nice range of work. And last but not least, building rehab. So that's where we're going through and, and taking an old warehouse space uh, and turning it into a boutique hotel, restaurant space, loft apartments. So it's really the entire spectrum of commercial construction. Right. And really we pursue the right clients. And so that's really what's more important to me here in Iowa as we are gaining traction in year number two. For mm-hmm. our market here is working with the right people. Okay. And so I've done work with a financial uh, provider here in the metro that's pretty large. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also a civil engineering firm. We've got uh, a daycare that we're going to be doing here this spring and a, a body shop that's that's going to start off this summer as well. So it. it's more about the people mm-hmm. in, in Des Moines that we're trying to work with uh, rather than the project type. Love it. And, you know, in... in just now you mentioned like year two looking forward. I mean, let's be let's be honest, year one was a doozy, right? For everybody. So. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> so like I, I start with Griner January of twenty twenty. Oh, January first. First two months are great. You right. know, everything's tracking as I hope. And March comes along, it's like, oh. Yep. So this is different. You know, yep. we're a brand new player in town and I don't know what it was like for you, Sid, as yeah. you were in in your role. Mm-hmm. But most people weren't really too concerned with taking calls for new business. They nope, were more about not. protecting their their clients, protecting their employees, and really figuring out what life was going to look like for them. So my business development looked a lot different in 2020 than I thought it was going to. Absolutely. And I, I can thank a couple of your virtual happy hours mm-hmm. for 
spurring on some conversations <laughs> yeah. and it just having some different opportunities to connect with people. Yeah, and um, it, it's also kind of like a weird way, right, too. Like, even if you connect with people, they don't know what the world's going to look like on the other side of it. So oh. even like, mm-hmm. hey, I'd love to talk to you about an office building, but I don't know if we're going to need one anymore because maybe everyone's working from home. Mm-hmm. How has that shaped out how you're going to foresee what the industry is going to look like for uh, once this pandemic is over? So it's really interesting. We did an office remodel at the height of the pandemic last year. Mm-hmm. And so the engineering firm that we worked with, they stayed with their same design. Mm-hmm. And in part, it's how they work as a team. So right. I think it's really going to be dependent upon the client type and how they work. And so you saw cubicle spaces, they were getting smaller and smaller and smaller, right? right. And so they were down to like a six by six or even more of in a bench style. Right. Uh, I think you're going to see offices spread out mm-hmm. and you're going to have collaboration spaces. I think anyone that you talk to work from home was already a thing before COVID, but mm-hmm. COVID allowed it to be a reality and it it really forced the issue to be accepted. Mm-hmm. And you saw people that have thrived in it. You've seen people that have struggled with it. Right. And so I think as we go back to the new normal, you're going to have a blend. It's going to yeah. really going to be a hybrid. I don't see, you know, the the large property owners in the metro aren't mm-hmm. just going to sell all their property and say everybody work from home. Right. Uh, you're, you certainly see like nationwide, you know, they sold their building, but that was in the works pre COVID. Absolutely. And so, you know, Wells Fargo, they're still going to have a campus. They're still going to have people work there. Is it 60% of the workforce, two thirds of the time? We don't, they don't really know that yet, Right. but your smaller to mid-sized firms, a lot of them are already back in the office or are making those changes. And so I, I see it continuing mm-hmm. and, and that's just on the office side. I, you know, our restaurants took a hit. Right. I, they're starting to bounce back. You know, Absolutely. you saw St. Patrick's Day. I was at the Americana just right. next door and they had an awesome St. Patrick's Day brunch. Mm-hmm. They they had people still spaced out, but it was much more lively than it was nine months ago. Yeah, and people, are val- people are starting to value the being outside in the social aspect of mm-hmm. as people are, more people are getting vaccinated and things are slowly starting to return to normal. People are realizing that what they took for granted before could go away in a heartbeat. Absolutely. And so they're appreciating small businesses, places to eat, mm-hmm. the social aspect of getting together. I know people are just itching to start a new networking event for the chamber yeah. just to be there and talk to people. Absolutely. We'll get there in time. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Josh, I want to ask you about why the decision was made to, uh, wh- what 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 about Des Moines was attractive to uh, Griner to say, hey, this is someplace we want to start a business? So, so this is our first foray into a different geographic market. So mm-hmm. we're headquartered in Minneapolis, and we looked at several different locations. Omaha, Kansas City, and Des Moines were really the top three. And it really came out of clients that we have in Minneapolis mm-hmm. saying, we would like you to come serve us here in, in this market. And so really it came down between Omaha and Des Moines. And really our two large clients, Joan Lang LaSalle and Wells Fargo, we've done work for mm-hmm. 30 plus years in, in the Minneapolis market. And it's a, it's a natural pr- progression. Mm-hmm. Uh, I-35 is a, it's a four hour corridor, right? right? And so it's, it was an easy connection. It was, it's still an, a day trip. Mm-hmm. And so there was value there and it's, it's a, it's a market that, well, it's, it's seen other GCs come in, like right. other general contractors have come in, in the last 10 years mm-hmm. and have had success. Uh, we're hoping that we're we're in that same category yep. uh, with that slow and steady growth that we have planned. Right. And it's 
it's a great city to live in. Mm-hmm. There's people that are attracted to come here and live and work. You've right. seen reports come out that we're safe, we're, uh, we're cost-effective to live here. We have mm-hmm. good salaries, we have good jobs, we have good bike trails. You look at all the things that Des Moines is doing with the Central Iowa Water Trail System, mm-hmm. the soccer stadium. There's just there's a lot of growth here and a lot of excitement and yeah. I, that's going to continue to go on. And so that's really what kind of hammered it down for Des Moines being a location for Grinder to come. I love it. And, you know, that's I love hearing and as part of a downtown chamber, we really love to hear the reasons people want to move to Des Moines. And it's nice to hear that, you know, even outside of Des Moines, because we all love it here, mm-hmm. uh, that uh, other places like Minneapolis and things are taking note about mm-hmm. how great things are here. And uh, Josh, I want to ask you, what's your favorite thing to do in Des Moines? I, my favorite thing right now is just to try the new restaurants. Yeah. And I do that primarily through work. Uh, the other thing is we've, we enjoy getting outside as a family. Mm-hmm. So I've got a wife and three little ones at home. Mm-hmm. And so we just, we love being outside. And so we've utilized the bike trail system in the past. We've done hiking and the farmer's market. It's, it's all been a lot of fun. And so there's, there's been more and more opportunities since we moved here in 2006 to explore and experience and that's just been great to see now i'm looking forward to the time where you're going to be sitting in a restaurant you did next to another building that you worked on and it's going to be like you know that's that's nothing more fulfilling than that man josh you've been an amazing guest looking forward to your continued success as well as grinder constructions success what's your website where people can find out and learn more about you we are www.grinderconstruction.com and that's g-r-e-i-n-e-r correct correct awesome Josh, again, fabulous guest. Uh, Looking forward to your continued success. Looking forward to getting to know you a little better. Thank you for being here today. Awesome. Thank you, Sid. Have a great day. You too. And hey, that's been another episode. We had Josh Miltenberger with Griner Construction here talking about why Des Moines is an amazing place to live, work, and play. Uh, Look them up. Uh, They seem to be doing amazing things. And uh, once again, if you like this podcast, want to record your own, you can do so in the studio with fabulous producers like Callie over here who won't say a single word will just throw up gang signs and or thumbs up symbols depending on the day but you can contact Michael Hope they'll put you up in a studio you can record your podcast make it sound professional instead of doing it in your basement they're recorded across uh, they're located across from the sculpture garden conveniently on Locust Avenue Michael Hope's the contact here at Des Moines Radio Group they'll get you set up so thanks again for listening this has been the Chamber Files the podcast for the downtown Chamber of Commerce I've been Sid Worker. This is Josh, and he's a construction executive. I just had to get that one more in. <laughs> yeah, I so, love it, Sid. Thank you for listening. Bye.